Welcome to Vistas by WebCheck Security. News, views, and insights into the cybersecurity realm, leadership, and entrepreneurship. Produced by WebCheck Security. My name is Greg Johnson, and I'm your host. Rewind to a time long ago in a cold, frozen land far away. A new regional manager for WordPerfect Corporation arrived in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, the nation's capital. Trying to penetrate the federal government and work with VARS, he met an amazing engineer, project manager, and practitioner, Thomas Rogan, and quickly set the world on fire with the groupware message. In today's vistas, we examine the elements of good cyber project management and principles of project success. Vistas is sponsored by Vivint Smart Home. If you're looking to have the best security and home automation, then look no further than Vivint Smart Home. They have the best technology for cameras, doorbells, garage sensors, window sensors, thermostats, everything you need all in one app. For world-class security and home automation, call Vivint today at 1-800-570-1313. I'm going to say that one more time. 1-800-570-1313. Now, Vistas is also honored to be sponsored by Nexus IT, a worry-free, hyper-responsive approach to providing world-class IT support and solutions so leaders can focus on their business. Now to our guest. In this prod podcast, WebCheck Security is excited to announce that Mr. Thomas Rogan has joined the team as project director. Thomas is an experienced project manager who is well-versed in many enterprise-level IT di disciplines. He has a solid background in a wide variety of technologies. Coupling his in-depth experience in solution delivery and broad range of technologies with a strong experience base in technical architecture and infrastructure architecture with enterprise-scale information systems, Thomas is ideally suited for this role. Thomas has over 20 years of experience with a strong proficiency in customer and partner relationship management, project management, as well as the science of the structured methodology uh, used in IS infrastructure and application development projects. Having successfully led several cross-functional teams from the ground up to success, we look forward to Thomas' contributions to WebCheck Security. Well, Thomas, welcome. What a wonderful miracle that is that uh, we are here working together again. Hey, and good afternoon. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Greg. Yes, it is indeed. If anyone that could coax me out of retirement to go back to doing what I love, it's you. <laughs> well, I was glad to hear that you were available, my friend. So tell our listeners the story. How did you and I first meet and uh, what made our interactions so fun? Well, one cold winter day up in Ottawa, Canada, you arrived to one of your resellers, a company called Craig Technologies, to work on their partnership as a VAR for WordPerfect Corporation. I remember. And, <laughs> I remember. Yeah. And we were introduced by Brian Byrne, the owner himself. Uh, I think it was not even a month later, we were using our combined skills to close sales, deliver value to the clients, and provide an approach to groupware that was unheard of at that time. Uh, however, I think our hallmark was the account saving sieges that we would mount uh, between the technical skills that we had on our side and the stellar products that you represented. 
we were the best in the space for many, many years. You were, and I think you saved my uh, derriere, as they say in French, in uh, Indian and Northern Affairs. You may remember I signed one of the first uh, WordPerfect Novell licensing agreements after they made that acquisition. And uh, it was several uh, hundred, almost a thousand licenses of uh, WordPerfect and the whole suite with Indian and Northern Affairs, but they needed some automation. And as I remember, you saved my hiney there. <laughs> That's right. I was able to uh, assemble a, a team of crack engineers that were able to make Informs do what its developers had, had dreamt of it doing. And uh, that grew to 2,400 seats of Informs, WordPerfect and GroupWise. It was a very good assignment. Wow, and I'm, I'm glad to have you here on this podcast to check my memory because a lot of these numbers and these details I'd forgotten until now. Well, anyway, Thomas, oh, no, the, the, <laughs> go ahead. No, I was going to say the 1,000 was, the, was their tester, and they were prepared to just toss it after that, but we put it together and got it up to the 24. Yes, indeed. So your uh, project management and technology skills came in handy there, and that's why we've asked you to be on this podcast as well. So, Thomas, this podcast is as much about leadership and entrepreneurship and success as well it is merely cybersecurity. So take a moment to share about yourself and your life's journey. You've had some real successes. Uh, first, start personally. Uh, tell us some of the fun stuff. What, what are you doing now? What have you been doing? And, and then we'll just take it from there. Sure. Well, as of November of 2016, we live on the beach in Baja, California, Mexico. Uh, my wife and our fur kids live less than 100 steps from the Pacific Ocean. Uh, since wow. we came here, I've been work, working with local musicians as the sound guy doing live sound. You know, when you go to a show and you see that guy in the middle of the arena with all the knobs and sliders, well, yeah, that would be me. The smart guy. <laughs> the one that makes the uh, show well, sound good. <laughs> that's, yes. You know, it, one of our sayings was, you know, no matter how good the sound guy is, I cannot put talent in your monitor. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. So, so you're a misplaced Canadian, U.S. citizen. Um, t tell us a little bit about your career highlights so that... Uh, our, our listeners get kind of a, a rounded out picture of what happened in between our interactions in the nineties in Canada and Baja California on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we were the guys to know in the space. Um, there've been some uh, very exciting projects that I got to work on. Um, we led, I, I was able to lead and grow four different separate Novell Platinum partnerships, um, leveraging other partners, best of the best engineers in the space. Uh, we were the guys to be known. Um, in my last few years, I was a global infrastructure man uh, project manager for a very large reinsurance company in St. Louis, Missouri, and another very successful engagement doing the same thing for a national healthcare organization. Fantastic. So you, you've really had some great things happening. I remember following you on LinkedIn all those years. We kind of lost touch for a while. You'll remember I started another business in the leadership development training and consulting space after I left Novell. And, yes. uh, and then in 2002, fast forwarding a little bit, my wife and I moved back to, uh, to the U.S. and uh, moved to Utah. Uh, but I, I continued to follow you and was always amazed at the projects you were working on, the companies 
that, that you were working for. So anyway, Thomas, just so glad to have you on board here. So well, thank you. You're welcome. Now to the meat of today's podcast, and why have you been so darn successful in your career? Why don't you share um, some key factors of your success and and then also success in project management? I can do that. Um, in my experience, I mean, as trite as this may sound, it really is true that stress equals expectation minus reality. My personal mantras revolve around facilitating mutually agreeable expectations with clients as well as team members, both internal and external. I have an unbridled passion for what I do. I'm one of the fortunate ones who literally cannot wait to get to my desk in the morning, even now. <laughs> uh, dad, dad, my dad was a senior executive in the IT space, and he always taught me that if you found a career that you like, you'll never work a day in your life, and that's where I am. Uh, so you coaxing me out of retirement wasn't really all that hard. Um, I think also that proof of our leadership skills is found in our children. Um, I'm blessed with four who are all adults now. Uh, one is a national champion bodybuilder. Wow. Another is a FISO for Elections Canada. He's an, an information security officer for one of the hottest jobs you can have right now in the space of public elections. Another is a restaurateur, and my eldest is a logistics manager for Walmart. Okay, of course, cool. those are those are their achievements, but I'd like to think that I had some influence in those successes. People oh, often say, you know, think outside the box, right? We've heard that all the time. My response is, what box? When I was a child, I put away the transformer for my car racing set and pushed the cars around on the track by hand because slot racing just wasn't exciting enough. Uh, I think my most key factor is twofold, trying to be the best there is at what we do and consistently delivering more than what is expected. This is something I've always taught to my family and my staff over the years, and people will always do the same for you when they're valued, appreciated, and respected. Well, Thomas, that works into what I call the web check way. Uh, We always want to deliver our services with CX. And that's unique, as you know, in the technology space. Uh, A lot of, for example, penetration testing companies simply throw the report over the wall and say, thank you, have a nice day. That's not what we're about, is it? We we offer consultation. We hire pen testers that uh, can get on the phone and articulately talk to and want to talk to the clients. And that includes our new project manager. (laughs) Now, go back for a minute. You, you, you mentioned a formula, um, success equals. Could you restate that again for our listeners? Because I think that's critical. This is a truism in any aspect of our lives, whether you're dealing with your neighbor or your boss or your staff. Stress equals expectation minus reality. Stress, the not closer, success. So stress equals. Correct expectation minus Minus reality reality so if reality matches the expectation the formula results in zero zero stress Stress. aha and and so your goal is to minimize stress with the client as well as with the practitioners who are being demanded to to deliver on time yes the client needs to know what he's getting and in no uncertain terms, with no hidden double speak, 
and the practitioners need to know what's expected of them in the same vein. So it seems to me that uh, the bilateral, bidirectional communication is key to that process. The only way to establish and communicate expectations, well, is to communicate, right? And agreed. And, and but in, there's all there. Go ahead. There's a lot more to it as well. There's more than just the email or the conversation in the hallway. There is the body language, the facial expressions. If somebody agrees to something, you can tell whether they mean it or not. And if they don't mean it, you've created a situation where expectation minus reality is going to equal stress. You need to get on that. And and beyond that too, Thomas, it seems like there's the mid-project communication as well. Hey, how's it going, practitioner, uh, client? Here's how it's going. Um, otherwise, the client comes back and says, hey, how's this going? <laughs> In my experience, That's it's right. better if we can tell the client, here's how this is going midway through so that they're not wondering, is uh, the practitioner off, uh, are, are they testing us or are they sipping a Mai Tai in Baja California? <laughs> we don't want that to happen with uh, WebCheck security, do we? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Well, Thomas, you've been in uh, technology now for more than two decades. What are some of the key changes of note uh, that you've become aware of, in particularly in the realm of cybersecurity, which, you know, back in the day when you and I were working together with Novell, it was always said that, for example, NetWare was a secure operating system. And part of that is because the evolving internet hadn't exploded to the point where it is now with millions, not thousands, but millions of IP addresses. And as it did start to take off, we realized that there had to be a translation from IPS or IP to uh, Novell's protocol, IPXSPX, right? Um, so TCP IP to IPXSPX. Um, and, and there were inherent securities there, and Novell had inherent securities. But beyond that, uh, we didn't think a lot about cybersecurity in those days. We thought about speed and efficiency and uh, the technology just doing what it was supposed to do, right? So what are some of those evolutions you've noticed um, in this cybersecurity realm over the years? Well, indeed, I have been out there for more than two decades. You're quite right. Um, and to speak directly to your point, uh, for the propeller heads out there, of course, IPX-SPX is a non-routable protocol, um, which was designed to thwart physical access to your network. Uh, visiting laptops, someone stole a laptop, someone tried to use your login credentials from a different network. Um, but you're right, the landscape has changed a great deal. Um, as we consider the, the cybersecurity landscape today, the most prevalent change has been the sophistication of the threats that are out there facing the businesses today. Indeed. Uh, I spent a good deal of I spent a good deal of time looking into various threat profiles and how others address or try to address them. Uh, this right there is the key reason why I chose to align myself with WebCheck, because I think we have an approach and a formula and a methodology that will set us apart and will make us the best there is in our space. Guys, I, as you well know, there is no silver bullet. There is no panacea. And anyone who tries to sell you one is not playing with a full deck. Gone are the days where one and done is the way. Uh, you know, you, you've got a problem with people plugging laptops into your into your network downstairs. Well, if you put up network, we can get around that because they won't be able to get that network down there because it's non-routable. That's, that's gone. We, we don't play that way anymore. 
It's unfortunate. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, being vigilant with cybersecurity is more than a firewall and a security appliance now. Companies need to be ever vigilant, mindful, and promptly reactive to security threats. The last thing you want to do is be the next one in the news from a breach. Well, and you've said some interesting things, uh, Thomas. You you lead me to uh, a point that, that I like to make with uh, many of our clients as we educate them. Clients we find come with different perspectives on cybersecurity, and uh, many of them know more than we do in some aspects of cybersecurity. But cybersecurity, I liken to my grandma's uh, Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> and, and you think of Thanksgiving dinner, you've got a pie, and, you, and you've got all kinds of pies. Uh, think of a pie with all these different slices. And uh, when you go to Thanksgiving dinner, it's just not the same without the pumpkin and the mincemeat and the apple. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, Aunt Peggy brings the, uh, the, the figgy pudding, <laughs> plum pudding or whatever you want to call it. There's all these different aspects, and cybersecurity is that way. We were on a call, as you know, Thomas, today uh, with, with a client that needs incident response. Well, that's just one slab. That's that's one piece of that pie. Endpoint protection is a piece of that pie. Um, business continuity, disaster recovery, these are all critical things, some of the which I've just mentioned businesses don't think about. Um, and, and, and these five or six things we've mentioned are are, uh, are, are, are still only less than half of the pie. What about penetration testing? What about uh, quarterly uh, vulnerability scanning? Um, what about uh, tabletop exercises and uh, the ability to uh, um, project uh, a playbook for uh, breaches and incident response? And, and the list goes on and on. So thank you for, for, for acknowledging that. Uh, just uh, kind of a, a self-plug here for WebCheck Security. Why did you join us? What is it about WebCheck Security that, that you like in this kind of holistic cybersecurity view? Well, as, as I said a few minutes ago, Greg, I think, you know, as you look at the landscape of practitioners and companies that are out there doing what they do, whatever it is you're going to consume, does the company care about its people that work there? Does the company care about its customers? Is, is the management team behind the company have a vision that is clear, concise, and aimed like a bullet at a particular target? And you just checked all the boxes for me on that score. The, uh, you know, the, the homepage on our website, you talk about the various pieces of security, uh, cybersecurity services that we offer. Uh, everything from a pen test to a FISO and everything in between. Um, we talked today, as you said, we talked today with a customer. We can we can delve into the space of policy work, uh, compliance work. Um, as we well know, certain uh, governing bodies require certain types of companies to be compliant with certain security protocols and, and practices. We are in a position, WebCheck is in a position to deliver all of those things. And in a way, with a culture that checks all the boxes for me. Um, and, and and that's all aside from the fact that I've known you for as long as I have and have a tremendous trust and respect for your um, your abilities and the way you do business. <laughs> well, thank you. I was going to say, knowing me for that long could be a detriment, <laughs> but uh, we'll see how it works going forward. Well, folks, we'll come back to this and more in a minute. 
WebCheck Security looks to Nexus IT to partner for IT security. Need data storage that you can prove aligns with your industry regulations? Need appropriate documentation of compliance efforts to prepare you for potential audits? Don't have time or manpower to create policy templates as you implement new procedures in your organization? Tried and true, let Nexus IT Consultants do it for you. To find out more, go to www.nexusitc.net or call them at 435-659-2533. That's 435-659-2533. And we're back with Mr. Thomas Rogan, industry veteran and new project director at WebCheck Security. Thomas, the WebCheck way is uh, a customer-centric approach. And I like to say that we deliver cyber services with CX or a customer experience. And the reason I reached out again to you, seeing you were available, was because you were always this bundle of enthusiasm and optimism and energy. Uh, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart and goodness. Uh, perfect for the culture that I'm trying to build um, at WebCheck Security. Um, that said, I think our listeners would be interested from a career development standpoint uh, to know, in your own words, uh, just what you bring to the, the table. So share with us some of your uh, approaches and, and, and uh, maybe some of the customers that you've worked with. Certainly. One of the key things that I try to do when I'm engaging with a customer is always ensure that I'm talking to, not above or at or talking with, as you, as you would say, right. Um, some customers, some customers are tech savvy, some aren't. And just because I have a propeller doesn't mean I always have to spin it. <laughs> I love uh, it. When I'm asked to spin the propeller though, stand back. Cause it's going to be a, a big one. That's going to create a lot of air. Um, I, I have been around it since the data general Nova two. <laughs> <laughs> and I started off as a programmer with a telco in New Brunswick, Canada. And I've grown to the point where now you should see the network in my house. I mean, I consume, I eat my own dog food, as it were. Mm -hmm. uh, I consume the technology. I have been in server rooms. I have handled uh, failovers. I have installed servers. Uh, I have installed firewalls. I've configured border manager rules. I understand why these things are important, but I also understand what our practitioners have to go through to get there. So with that understanding and respect for the practitioners, I'm able to garner some tremendous respect. Uh, I mean, the, the points of honor and integrity are, are assumed here. I'm talking about the differentiators. Gotcha. Um, I have managed projects from a five-user network upgrade to a 2,500-employee global organization having to do disaster recovery planning and put servers off country where said country doesn't allow personal data to leave their border. But I got it done. There's always a way. That's what I mean. What box? What I said earlier. Think outside the box. What box? There's always a way to get something done the right way both with your practitioners and for your customers. Very good. One of the other things I, one of the other things I feel that very comfortable with and that I feel has contributed greatly to the successes that I have enjoyed 
is working with valued partners. Back in the Novell day, I was very loyal to Novell. They had some great stuff, but they didn't have all the stuff that a business needed. So I was able to work with other partners who added on to the Novell solution to create a complete holistic solution that the client actually needed. So Thomas, if, if you were to talk to your younger self or to a, a budding project manager or even to someone who's been in the field for a while but they're looking to improve their skills, what would you tell them? What would you tell yourself uh, 20 years ago? What would I tell myself 20 years ago? Go to Baja earlier. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> good plan. That's a good plan. Yeah. Um, you'll save yourself a lot of time if you add the interpersonal experience to your documentation thread. Like I was saying earlier during this podcast, Greg, just having someone agree to something doesn't necessarily mean they're happy with it. I feel that I could have done an even better job if I had been a bit more plugged in and aware to those cues. Um, one of the key things any project manager should know or should tell you is don't say yes to something hoping they'll forget. It's okay to say no. So you're talking about the human element and you're talking about yes. proper communication. Uh, a concept that I've been working on this year is something called intrinsic validation, where you're focusing enough on people's uh, body language and, and observing uh, their speech and asking questions to make sure that they know that you know they're important, uh, but to make sure they understand and that you're meeting their needs. And, and it sounds like that's an important part of good project management. Absolutely. And everybody has needs from the office manager at WebCheck to the client, to the auditor, to the practitioner. Everyone has needs. Now, you can't be all things to all people. There's no silver bullet there either. Um, again, that's where expectation management comes into play. Gotcha. Thomas, what are, what are the cyber challenges on the horizon now uh, that, that you feel our clients and prospective clients may be facing in this coming year post-COVID? Um, and to put some perspective on that question, it's been a weird year, <laughs> right? Um, and, and, and we've seen this shift. Uh, we've seen, you know, you and I were talking earlier about ExpressVPN. We use FileVault uh, on our Macs to, to encrypt them. We have our own security policies here at WebCheck Security. We eat some of our own dog food, right? Uh, yep. And, and similarly, um, we've, we've had thousands of corporations in, in North America and, and globally that have had to push employees out and deploy new policies and VPNs. Some of them had to wing it and just do what they could. Uh, sometimes cybersecurity was on the back burner because it was operational de jour we got to get this stuff going or we're, we're going to lose money and many did lose money so it, but now things are changing again there's a new normal uh zoom has suddenly become a thing you used to say uh instead of making a photocopy let's make a xerox well now it's let's do a zoom call and that may be google meet or it may be zoom or it may be uh go to meeting but but the reality is you know everybody talks about the zoom call now um, so th things have changed. Things will be changing. 
And, and that represents some unique cybersecurity issues that we may face on the horizon. I'm not sure I see them all. What do you see there, Thomas? Well, to your point, yeah, the Zoom call thing. Uh, well, the good news about Zoom calls is that people tend to be on time for meetings now. So that's <laughs> right. a good thing. <laughs> uh, no, none of this I got caught at the elevator on my way down. Um, you know, it, it's it's kind of challenging because being good-hearted, decent people, we have to think like criminals sometimes to do our job well. We have to think like the bad guys are going to think to to compromise our clients. We have to be able to put our thinking cap in into their space. So with that in mind, things like, um, no, you're not allowed to work from home anymore. Um, is going to create disgruntled employees on a scale like you've never seen before. Um, Interesting. Companies shutting down, people are going to be angry about what COVID has done to them. And if we've seen anything about human nature over time, they don't tend to take it out on where it came from. They tend to take it out in other ways. Um, so there's going to be, I predict, a bunch of new threats that are cooked up by these guys in, in basements and laboratories um, the other thing that I think is, is something to be very careful of is as COVID lifts and the last 14, 15 months of different existence for our clients, management teams, it's going to seem like a harried existence for them for a few minutes while all the things come back to whatever the new normal is going to be, which is very likely they're going to take their eye off the ball. And you can expect that hackers or the purveyors of security threats are going to expect this and take advantage of it. Basically hit a man while he's down kind of thing is where I'm going with that. Gotcha. And, and, you know, I've read articles about that, that COVID has distracted us and uh, I won't get off on, on, on all of that, but uh, that's been an issue during COVID. And now you're saying that potentially if we're not vigilant, we take our eye off the ball um, focusing on operational things in, instead of some of the realities of cybersecurity. And then the first thing you said has to do with insider threats. So if you have some of these disgruntled employees that still have access to systems and data, watch out. Um, and we exactly. know at WebCheck Security that uh, having proper policies and implementation of those policies combined with the technology can help to overcome that. Well, very good. And Thomas... Go ahead. Continue. What, one last thing, if I may, Greg, just to add to that, one of the biggest threats uh, is not from a rogue penetration. It's going to be from social engineering. Yes. It's going to be that Facebook post. It's going to be that email. It's going to be that person who's bitching about their boss uh, that's going to attract the wrath of somebody who likes that person and perhaps going to mount an attack on a particular company. Um so that's really where I think social engineering is going to be the source of the majority of our threats for the next little while. Good insight. One of the reasons why we offer social engineering engagements with our penetration tests, obviously uh, people come to us for many types of pen tests, usually to check the box in a compliance situation. And so in our scoping documents, we always mention, uh, would you like, uh, a phishing engagement? Would you like a call campaign? 
many organizations haven't really thought about this and they think about it and say, yeah, we've got 20 people we'd love you to call. <laughs> and we have some crazy engineers that actually like making those calls and documenting the results so that the company can use it as a training endeavor. <laughs> it's very effective. Well, Thomas, we've, we've pretty much reached the end of our marvelous podcast today as a takeaway from today's podcast. And this can be anything. What do you want to leave our listeners with today? Take care of yourself first. Put your own mask on before you put the mask on the guy in the plane seat beside you. Only then can you clearly see the way forward. Okay. That's wise advice. Now, Thomas, how can our listeners reach you? It would be my pleasure to interact with any of our listeners. They can feel free to email me. Thomas at WebCheckSecurity, all one word, dot com. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Well, Thomas, this has been a wonderful uh, podcast. You're an amazing guy. <laughs> Thank you so much for your participation here today. Let's do it again sometime. All right, Vistas wishes to thank its sponsors, Vivint Smart Home and Nexus IT Consultants, for world-class security and home automation, call Vivint today at 1-800-570-1313, 1-800-570-1313. And let's not forget, for white glove cybersecurity and IT assistance, call Nexus IT, our good partners at www.nexusitc.net or 435-659-2318. Let me say that again, 435-659-2533. Now, today's music has been provided by the up-and-coming band, Suit Up Soldier, and can be downloaded on Spotify, Apple Music, and other popular platforms. In fact, they just released their album, and it will be fully available May 14th. But until then, uh, please go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Apple uh, Music, and other streaming platforms and you can download some of the singles that they've released check back soon for another episode of vistas published at least twice a month until next time be positive and see only the good in others when you grieve